welcome to GTR Trade Insights. I'm Shannon Manders, GTR's Editorial Director. In this episode, we're turning our attention to sustainable supply chains and supply chain financing. And we're going to be hearing from BNB Paribas' Victor Ivanov, who's the head of sustainability for transaction banking EMEA, and Bruno Le Chevalier, who's the head of supply chain management EMEA, who are going to be sharing their insights on the intersection of supply chain finance and ESG objectives in the context of companies rethinking and rebuilding their post-pandemic value chains with an increased focus on sustainability issues. Our discussion follows the article titled Sustainable Supply Chains from COVID Resilience to Future Relevance, which is published in our GTR Plus Supply Chain Finance publication. Bruno and Victor, welcome to you both. Hello, Shannon. Hello, very pleased to be with you today. Victor, the first question that I want to chat to you guys about is what's driving this trend that we're seeing in the market around a a greater shift towards ESG considerations in the supply chain for companies and how are companies actually taking this initiative forward? Maybe the very first thing to say, and I reckon that this may sound a little bit trivial, uh, is to remind the the, the importance, uh, the strategic importance of supply chains for for our clients, for for the companies. Um, you know, over the past decades, as globalization has unfolded and has developed and been gaining place, uh, we have uh, seen uh, corporate supply chains um, getting longer, more articulated, more specialized, and also uh, becoming more and more efficient. Um, optimized from from cost and working capital impact uh, perspective. Accordingly, the topic has become a critical uh, one for for our clients. It has become a key success factors in many business models and companies have been constantly reviewing and adjusting their supply chains, investing, and obviously they have been embedding uh, environmental or social aspects when uh, this was key for making the, the supply chain more more resilient or more efficient. Now, um, with with the emergence of the, the ESG uh, debate and uh, the increasing pressure that uh, uh, customers, society at large, have started to, to exert on, on companies, we have seen this uh, gradually accelerating. Uh, you can add to that um, regulations. We have seen um, supply chain laws enacted in key jurisdictions such as the UK, France, Recently, earlier this year, there is also talk about uh, EU-led uh, regulation on supply chain. So this has been another uh, big driver for, for action, um, ESG in, um, in the supply chains. And uh, finally, uh, the great acceleration of um, you know, the, the efforts around climate transition is really uh, today what is defining a lot of the, the efforts on ESG topics that we see across uh, supply chains. This is um, now uh, considered as a, um, a clear uh, a factor of success for, for, for the future. You know, that there could be a carbon tax in a, in a couple of years from now. The, the impact that such a development can have on, on supply chains is just uh, enormous. And, and it is not a surprise that our clients are really taking this topic into consideration very, very seriously. I will just add to what uh, Victor said. Uh, 
stress again the fact that uh, for corporates, uh, it's a really important topic because the reputation risk at stake is huge. Uh, if you have any uh, fire at a plant or children labor or uh, environmental damage caused by uh, the production of the goods, even if it's a small component at the end of, of the final product, uh, ultimately it's the brand itself who could be severely damaged uh, if uh, a brand is linked to this uh, children labor or, uh, or, or environmental damage or, or whatever. Uh, so just to stress that it's a big topic for corporates and that uh, not only they're moving toward this direction uh, because of thanks to the regulation, but also because uh, their own interest is to uh, manage that uh, as seriously as possible. Victor, can you tell us about some of the initiatives that BNB Paribas has been involved in to address the sustainability impact of supply chains? Well, you know, this is a, a broad topic and um, uh, we as a, a global bank have been working with uh, our clients in many ways because the, the, the topic today is really around the supply chain financing. I would give you two examples that are related to, to, to SCF, although we have many others that are in the area of uh, capital markets, in the area of financing that, that could be brought to, to, to this conversation. But if we are to, to really look into the SCF space, um, one very good example would be uh, Project Trado, uh, which we uh, developed uh, a couple of years ago uh, as part of uh, a broader consortium. Um, and the, the, at, the, at the heart of the, the Project Trado, we have a uh, data for benefit swap, i.e. exchanging uh, the data, sustainability data around the, the raw materials that are used in a, in a specific uh, supply chain and trying to uh, generate benefit for all the, the, the stake uh, owners uh, or the players across the supply chain. And what uh, Project Trado has uh, um, uh, demonstrated is uh, how a blockchain and smart contracts could be used to collect and store uh, the um, uh, sustainability data, social or, or on, uh, environmental on the suppliers and on the, the raw materials that they, they uh, produce and supply. And uh, to, to make this data available and traceable across the, the full supply chain up to the end users. Uh, and in turn, suppliers were able to, to obtain more professional conditions, uh, notably in terms of access to trade finance. Uh, this was um, a one-off project, but I think it was really very interesting uh, to see the, 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 the outcome. Another very good example uh, is something that uh, our teams in Singapore have uh, recently uh, worked uh, on is the collaboration with the Monetary Authority of S Singapore. Uh, in the area of sustainable finance, then we have partnered with them to create a sustainable supplier finance framework uh, to promote uh, supply chain, uh, sustainable supply chain practices in uh, corporate supply chains. And I think uh, this is a, a fine example of the, the initiatives that, that we are undertaking uh, to, to, to support our clients in, in that area. Excellent. Thanks, Victor. Um, and coming to you, Bruno, are there any particular deals or other success stories that you'd like to highlight in the uh, sustainable supply chain finance space specifically? Sure. Um, BNP was a forerunner in implementing supply chain transaction uh, with a sustainable angle. Uh, and I take the example of a transaction that we put in place in 2016 uh, for Puma, uh, the sports brand. 
uh, whereby the suppliers were able to benefit from uh, attractive pricing and incentive linked to their ESG rating. Uh, the good thing is that five years later, this transaction is still active and we are onboarding more and more suppliers uh, willing to join this uh, structure whereby uh, the better ESG um, behavior they have, the better pricing and the better incentive they have to join the program. Uh, since the transactions have matured, uh, and we put in place recently uh, a transaction for EDF, uh, the French uh, power uh, company, uh, whereby as well the suppliers have an incentive based on their ESG rating, but that was uh, involving as well uh, an external ESG rating company, uh, Ecovadis. Uh, so we have seen that uh, from the first uh, steps uh, that we did a few years back to uh, a recent example through EDF, uh, it has matured a little bit. It's more structured. There you have external rating providers for ESG rating of the suppliers. Uh, all this uh, brings uh, additional credibility to this product. Uh, and it's a request that we have more and more frequently from more customers now. Thanks, Bruno. And, and bearing in mind the fact that, um, as you say, BNB Paribas is a forerunner in the sustainability space, what future trends might we see coming out of supply chain finance in terms of sustainability going forward? Uh, I would start saying that most likely uh, the supply chain will be shorter, uh, meaning that uh, whereas today uh, you have a lot of goods traveling uh, from Asia to uh, Europe, from Europe back to Asia, etc. Uh, and, and you may have uh, uh, some goods where uh, the components have traveled uh, three times, four times uh, worldwide. Uh, you, you, you may see a concentration and a more regionalization of this uh, supply chain. Uh, this has been exacerbated with the uh, COVID effect, uh, where we have seen that uh, long distance and uh, region, regional approach of, of a pandemic uh, may have uh, a lot of disruption uh, in, in the supply chain. So I tend to think that, uh, and that's also for sustainability, uh, and that's linked to the tax, the carbon tax that uh, Victor mentioned earlier, potentially. Uh, we will see uh, more regionalization or uh, domestic sourcing uh, from corporates uh, going forward. I would like to, uh, to add to, to, to that, that um, uh, in addition to, to the supply chains being um, reformatted uh, post-COVID for, for the future and also on sustainability grounds, we may expect a sustainable supply chain uh, finance to, to support uh, our clients on, on the growing trend on the, what we call supplier engagement. You know, uh, until um, recently, most of the uh, ESG topics have been embedded um, uh, by the, the buyer, by, by the large companies in a sort of one-way format, uh, uh, defining what the minimum uh, requirements uh, uh, for a supplier shall be, uh, the, the minimum uh, practice uh, um, that, that they need to, to, to implement. Today, we are switching to something very different. We are switching to something much more collaborative as uh, companies uh, now recognize that the, the importance of their supply chains for notably for topics such as uh, the carbon footprint, we see uh, our uh, clients really engaging with their suppliers into a um, cooperative uh, approach, defining the common uh, trajectories 
crystallizing pathways to, to, to net zero with interim milestones and willing to support the suppliers, especially the, the smaller ones, into, into that transition. So I think we will be seeing some very interesting developments around uh, how uh, sustainable supply chain finance could support our largest clients around that. And obviously, um, last but, uh, but certainly not least, the, the, the development of digital will also greatly enhance the capacity to, to have uh, traceability and transparency in, in, uh, in supply chain. So this is yet another very uh, important development to, to monitor. Thank you very much, Bruno and Victor, for sharing your thoughts with us today. And I really do encourage our listeners to have a read of the BNB Paribas article, which includes more on this topic, more insights from both of you, and is available on the GTR website. Thank you very much. Thank you.